Welcome back to another exciting episode here at the Tangent Talk. We are so glad that you are with us. Be you a new visitor or a returning fan, we are excited to have you with us today. My name is Luna Ma, and I will serve as your host. We have a phenomenal cast. And so cast members, let's go ahead and do roll call. Tee off, are you out there? Tee off is here. Wonderful, wonderful. And what about you, Helbra? I'm here and ready. Thank you. Wonderful. And we are missing today Darquan, and he is unable to join us, but we just wanted to say shout out to Darquan for celebrating his milestone birthday last weekend. We won't say the actual year that he was celebrating. Maybe he wants to keep that, you know, keep us in suspense. We know those of us who are members of the cast, but we are going to jump into today's episode and uh, we're going to do him proud. So this is season nine, episode two, and the title is Love and basketball. Any clues as to what inspired the title? If you guessed the recent scandal of Nia Long's long-term fiance, Aimee Yudoka, you would be right. We're going to dive into that. But first, let me ask Tioff and Helbra, have either of you seen Love and Basketball before? We'll start with you, Tioff. I saw it many, many years ago. I think I've only may have seen it once, but it was a long time ago. But I saw it. I thought it was an interesting movie. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Helbra? Yeah, I've seen it several times. Several times. And you all should know that Helbra is a huge basketball fan. I, I'm like T-Off. I think I just saw it once and that's all I needed to see. For some reason, I just wasn't feeling it like that. I really wasn't. But, you know, I am a, a, a Omar Epps fan and I am a Sinai Lathan fan. So I just figured, why not? So if you haven't seen Love and Basketball, here's the premise. Monica, played by Sinai Lathan, and Quincy, played by Omar Epps, are two childhood friends friends who are both basically aspiring to be professional basketball players. Quincy, Omar Epps' character, has a father who plays for the Los Angeles Clippers, and so he's a natural talent, right, and natural-born leader. Monica, very competitive and sometimes overly emotional on the court. So the movie chronicles their lives over years as they begin to fall for each other and then because of these ambitious goals, as far as becoming professional basketball players, that threatens to pull them apart. So, you know, we decided to use that as the title for today's episode. I know Helper said it should be called Betrayal in Basketball as it relates to the Aime Yudoka scandal. But suffice to say, whether you're talking about love and basketball or uh, the movie or real life events, we know that when it comes to two people being together, there are indeed so many outside influences that can threaten to pull them apart. So with no further ado, I'm going to have Helbra talk to us a little bit more about who uh, I may Yudoka is. I mean, for me, a huge Nia Long fan over here. I've known that he has been her long-term fiance, but I really just didn't know much more about him. Besides, he's fine, y'all. Fine. So, uh, Helbra, tell us a little bit more about Aimee, and then I'm going to share a little bit more about Nia Long and the uh, Nia Long Aimee Yudoka relationship timeline. So, Helbra, go right ahead. Thank you. Thank you for that great intro, Luna. In a nutshell, Aimee Yudoka is the current head coach of the Boston Celtics. The NBA season that just passed in which the Celtics went to the NBA finals was actually his first season as the head coach. So he led them to the NBA finals in his first season as the head coach. He does have a, a basketball background. He has 
his career playing was starting about 2000 and I believe ended in about 2000, uh, I think 15, actually 2012. He's been, he played kind of on and off in the NBA and overseas. And then he's coached several teams since 2012, actually. Those teams being the San Antonio Spurs, he was an assistant coach. Uh, he was an assistant coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. He's an assistant coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And now he's the current head coach of the Boston Celtics. And just a little bit of background of his personal life, he is of uh, Nigerian descent on his paternal side. He has an older sister that played in the WNBA. He has uh, two children, one with Nia Long and one from a prior uh, relationship. Um, actually, his eldest child, he had his eldest child pretty much around the same time in which his mother passed away, which was late 2011. Yeah, thank you for that, Helbra. Because again, I, I don't know about you, T off, but I, I didn't know much about Aime besides his good looks, right? And so I'm um, for Helbra to share a little bit more about sadly, you know, the loss, uh, you know, loss of a parent um, that he has a sibling that really just humanizes him because I know in today's episode, as listeners, many of you may have come to this podcast today ready to hear us. Um, make I may wrong. And we are about making room for people's humanity on this podcast. You know, we are going to call out what needs to be called out, but we we do want to make sure that, you know, as far as I may is concerned, he's a father himself. He's um, an athlete, a coach. We, we want to make sure the integrity of who he is as a human being is kept intact. So Tiof, did you know much about I may before Helpra rattled off some great uh, tidbits? Um, no, I knew yeah. nothing. <laughs> I don't, I don't follow basketball. Um, as you all know, I'm more of a tennis fan. Right. So I, I don't know who coaches who. I didn't even know the the Celtics had a black coach. He is fine though. But no, he's fine. I he's didn't fine. know. So I'm, I'm a lame. I'm out of the no. NBA loop. No, you're not a lame at all. I think you know. There's so many uh, wonderful sports, and again, yes, we know that uh, Tioff is a huge tennis fan. So no worries. I, you, you could run circles around my knowledge when it comes to tennis. So all good, all good. Well, I tell you what, I don't care if you're straight male, straight female, you've had a crush <laughs> on Nia Long. She is absolutely stunning. 51 years young, Nia Long turns 52 in the month of October. And many of us are fans of Nia Long since Love Jones, right? It's Not just, Vibrant Thing, no. Oh, Vibrant Thing doesn't doesn't love Nia? There's a, a story behind that. I, I don't know. I may have to see if I can get her to pop in. <laughs> but oh, there's a story God. behind why she does not like Nia Long. Oh, wow. Well, you know, when we talk about people who've had their, you know, controversy when, when it comes to Nia Long, uh, her very own uh, half sister, uh, the comedian Samore, has been. It's been known that they they've had some friction. So yeah, I guess maybe not everyone loves Miss Nia Long, but Nia, I love you. <laughs> we love you here at the Tangent Talk. And so, being that majority of the cast members are West Indian, I love the fact that you know Nia Long. Um, of course, comes from a mother who's of Trinidadian descent. I say, of course, but that's because I'm a huge fan. Some of you may not have known that, but the gorgeous daughtery Long is Nia Long's mother. She's of uh, 
Trinidadian descent. And one of the things I learned just today in preparing for today's episode, Nia Long's mother was actually set to be married to another man other than Nia Long's father. So more to the point, Dr. Long, Nia Long's mother and her father separated when Nia was um, two years old. And so Nia's mom then moved to Los Angeles. And at that time, she was set to um, marry another man. But it was Daughtery Long, Nia Long's mother, who called off the wedding. And it's just interesting, because as we get into this scandal with um, Aimee, we know that Nia Long uh, and Aimee have been engaged for nearly a decade. And it's interesting that Nia Long has been reported stating that she was not in a rush to get married. So let's get into this timeline. Where did they meet? Where did these gorgeous people, Nia Long and Aimee, meet? Well, it's been uh, told that they met through a mutual friend back in 2010. They met in Boston. Nia was there filming. I believe it was a, a TV pilot. They met and they had a wonderful evening. It was reported that they they spoke until about one in the morning. We all know how that feels. You meet someone, you're excited about them. You're just chatting each other up. And so that was how they met through a mutual friend. And they then decide that, hey, we're going to we're going to give this a whirl, right? We're, we're going to take, we're going to take it up a notch. We're going to step it up a notch. You know, yeah, we had a wonderful time meeting and speaking in the hotel lobby till 1am, but what's more, you know, is there more to this? And they decided, yes, there's more to this. So wonderful news came in, in, in June of, uh, of 2011, Nia Long and uh, Aimee at that time announced that they were expecting their first child together. And I'm just going to quickly go through the timeline. October 5th of that same year, Nia Long says that she asked God for her pregnancy with Yudoka. So apparently there was this concern, and I don't recall, you guys can do the math faster than I can, if she's turning 52 uh, next month, and this is year 2022, she probably, if I do the quick math, was, yeah, 42 when she was considering uh, getting pregnant and she was concerned, you know, the doctors were like, eh, I don't know, it's kind of tricky. And her and I may decided, you know what, despite what the doctors say, we know that it's possible. And it was indeed possible because they indeed did have a child together in November of 2011. And as Helper stated, uh, while that great news was being ushered in, the sad news of I may losing his was that father or mother, uh, Helbra? Refresh my memory. Yeah, so he lost his mother. His late- mother. Okay, got it, got it. So he lost his mother and in the same month that he was welcoming his first child with Nia Long, and I think only child with Nia, uh, only child, period. August 2012, uh, Nia Long says that marriage is not a priority for her. And this is where a lot of people, due to this scandal, this is where a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, she, you know, I saw one report where someone said, uh, or one post, she clowned herself. You know, she was, she was engaged to this guy forever. She clowned herself as if being engaged forever is a, <laughs> give someone permission to cheat on you, right? Not, right? Not. So Nia Long says that marriage is not a priority for her. Specifically, she says, quote, marriage is not a priority for me. I'm not saying I'll never do it. It's just not where we are as a family. And she said that August 2012 issue of Essence magazine. November 14th, 2013, Nia Long and I may say that, you know, 
the fact that he's on the road and he's a coach, it actually keeps their, their exciting. Nia Long was uh, featured on the Breakfast Club uh, radio show episode. And she says, I feel like it keeps the relationship exciting. Going on the road and meeting up with him is part of the fun. It's like a mini vacation. April 2014, Nia Long talks about balancing career, motherhood, and her relationship with Aimee. As many of you may know, uh, she has an older child, Masai, gorgeous, handsome young man from another relationship, balancing the relationship with her and Aimee and these two handsome sons. She talks about, you know, what, what this takes. And she says, my mantra is, you created this so you can handle this. May 26 of 2015, Aimee and Nia confirmed their engagement. So 2015, seven years ago, June 8th, 2015, Nia Long says that um, they're taking their time with their wedding plans. We don't know when we're going to get married. November of 2017, Nia Long says that she's thankful for her fiance. 2019, uh, they celebrate her oldest son, uh, that would be Masai. They celebrate her son's high school graduation with a family trip. For all intents and purposes, it seems like a normal family having a good time living their best life. November 2019, uh, Nia and Aimee celebrated their sons, the son they have together, their, his eighth birthday. Moving right along, 2020, December of 2020, Nia um, reveals that she and her fiancé Matt never marry. She says, quote, I understand the religious aspect of marriage. That is beautiful and it's fantastical and it's dreamy and it's every girl's fantasy to have that moment. But I, I don't know that I need that, the mother of two said. She added, quote, love is complicated. And then you start a marriage, which I've never been married. And there's a reason for that because I don't know that I need to say I do to prove that I love you. But also what does marriage really mean? That you own me and I own you? I don't get that part end quote. June of 2021, Nia congratulates Aimee on becoming Boston Celtics head coach. So yes, tee off, Boston Celtics has a black coach as of Jan, excuse me, June of 2021, your birthday, <laughs> June 28th, <laughs> June 28th of 2021, he becomes, uh, Aimee becomes Boston Celtics head coach. We're almost done with the timeline, y'all, but this is important for the, the backstory, right? October of 2021, Nia Long says she'll never forget when Aimee was announced as head coach. May of 2022, we're getting closer to the scandal. She's seen on Twitter with this adorable post of her dancing as Aimee and the Boston Celtics head the NBA finals. Now we get to the scandal. September 21, 2022, he faces a suspension from the Celtics after an alleged affair with the staffer. News broke that Yudoka was facing a possible suspension, which now we know is confirmed. It is indeed a suspension from the Celtics head coach position after he allegedly had a consensual intimate relationship with a woman on the team staff. According to ESPN, who reported first reported the news, the affair between Aime and the staffer is considered a violation of team guidelines. Lastly, and then we'll jump into the discussion here, Nia Long speaks out about the alleged affair in suspension just a day later after news broke. She's quoted saying, the outpouring of love and support from family, friends, and the community during this difficult time means so much to me. I ask that my privacy be respected as I process the recent events. 
Above all, I am a mother and I will continue to focus on my children. With that, tee off Helbra, that was a pretty lengthy timeline, but they've been together, right, for over a decade. So we had a lot to, we had a lot to, uh, to, to detail in terms of the Neo Long, Aimei Yudoka uh, timeline. What in any of that did you all not know or were interested in learning? We'll go to you first, Tioff. Well, what I learned from listening to everything is that she, I don't know why she's engaged because it seems like she doesn't want to be married. Uh, that was my biggest takeaway from it. Right. So, so, and I'll come to help run a second tee off and ask what he took away from that pretty lengthy timeline because they've been together for, you know, like I said, 10 years. Tee off, do you think that man and woman or even same sex couples can still have a wonderful, fulfilling relationship, even if they never get married? Um, I think that they can. I try to steer away of being judgmental of people's lifestyle choices. I just feel that people need to be on the level with each other from the beginning about what they want, what their expectations are for the future. Um, Marriage is not for everyone, but at the same time, I feel like don't get engaged or don't get married if if that's not what you really want. I don't have this sanctimonious view of marriage. I believe it's a legal contract. So I don't believe, oh, it's use a sacrament that we should do before God. I know a lot of people believe that. I personally don't have that belief. It's what works best for the couple, but you have to be honest about what you want and what you expect. However, you decide to have your relationship. Received. Got that. Got that. All right. Well, thanks for that tee off. And we're going to we're going to talk more about that because I've got a couple topics that we as the cast are going to unpack. Uh, and then, you know, some of what you just shared will, of course, come up in those topics. So, Helbra, hearing that timeline, did anything surprise you? Did you hear anything for the first time? Uh, talk to us. What did you hear in that timeline that was interesting, surprising or distressing? <laughs> yeah, well, I actually didn't know Mia um, Long had a, a son from a prior relationship. As Tiof just said, what stuck with me was um, why be engaged if you feel like you don't ever want to be married. Right. There's a part of me that feels, and, you know, when, when I shared that uh, Nia Long's mother, you know, divorced when Nia was two, and then subsequently was uh, engaged to be married again, and then that was called off, it, it makes me think that that may have influenced Nia's decision around, hey, maybe marriage doesn't work, or maybe I shouldn't go that far, because then it, may end up like it did with my biological mother and father, right? So I think that's been in her space, possibly. I don't know Nia personally, wish I did, <laughs> wish I was your friend, Nia, but I don't know her personally to know what was what's really there, but I'm just using some critical thinking skills here and that maybe that is why she determined, hey, I don't want to get married. Maybe marriage will jinx it. Also interesting, as you shared, Helbra, though, um, I, I knew that she had a child from a previous relationship, as you mentioned, you didn't know, and uh, many probably didn't know. If I'm not mistaken, I'll have to fact check this, uh, it was reported that the uh, father of Masai, her oldest son, it was reported that the relationship between he and Nia was, was definitely fraught with um, a lot of, whether emotional or verbal abuse, 
but it, it wasn't a very pleasant union. So that's that. But let's get into these topics, you all. So you've heard a little bit about Aimee. You've heard a lot about Aimee and Nia's uh, relationship timeline. Let's let's get some let's get some topics on the table that Tiaf Helber and I are going to dissect. And so for those of us in our virtual studio, I'm going to punch them up on the monitor, and I'll step through it for our listeners. So the first is many people, specifically women, <laughs> have been stating on social media and anywhere that they can be heard that Nia's beauty doesn't exempt her from a man cheating on her. In fact, I saw one post where this woman listed every woman, and by every woman, I mean mostly celebrity uh, women who have been cheating on. And she goes, why, do, why does Nia think she's any different? And I thought, you know, we'll get to that. Number two, it has been alleged that the woman that I made cheated with was also cheating on her partner. I've even read that the woman is married, but nonetheless, partner still, that this woman was cheating on her partner and that I may started to harass her. So the woman felt threatened. And that is the reason for the suspension. The third item is, you know, is there is there unfair media coverage about Aimee? I mean, this guy seems relatively clean cut, um, laid back. You know, you haven't heard any scandal before. Is there unfair coverage about this, you know, black uh, coach who has a beautiful black family? And when we say unfair coverage, we, you know, we're talking about here other athletes, Brett Favre comes to mind, who have had a scandal that didn't have as much attention. And specifically with Brett Favre, for those of you who may not know, it's been said that he was a part of a scandal, a welfare scandal in Mississippi. Starting in 2020, auditors in Mississippi allege that the state's Department of Human Services misallocated misallocated <laughs> a total of over 75 million of federal money from the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, also known as TANF, program to unrelated causes triggering an FBI investigation. Some of the money allegedly went to Favre or causes that um, were supported by this athlete, right? So I didn't hear much about that at all but we've heard a lot about this scandal with Aimee. The fourth topic is, does Aimee have trauma or unhealed parts of him? Or is it just lust? He just saw someone, you know, he's traveling a lot with this person because the person is a staffer and they just naturally fell in love or lust. And then the last, which may not be as relevant because the age difference isn't significant, but does age matter, right? You heard me share earlier that the beautiful Nia Long turns 52 next month. Quite frankly, she could run circles around some 30-year-olds. I mean, Nia looks good. <laughs> Good. But, you know, Aimee is 46. So does that come into play? So, Tioff, I'm going to start with you. Which of these topics do you want to tackle? The women stating that Nia's beauty doesn't exempt her from cheating? The fact that there may be more to the story as to why he was suspended? The uh, unfair coverage, if you feel it's unfair? Trauma that Aimee may have? Or the age difference? Which of those do you want to tackle first? I'll start with the comments, uh, what women have been saying. I have read on social media, women say, making those statements as well. And I, wanna, I wanted to touch on that first uh, very quickly. It just seems like anytime something like this happens, whether celebrity or not, people, especially women, always want to go in and attack the woman. And I'm with you. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, where does she even say 
that her looks have anything to do. She made her statement, which had nothing to do with what women are saying, but it's like, I don't know. One hand, I feel like it's like jealousy from other women, maybe. Cause like, why would you say that kind of off topic with, with this? It just makes me think about, um, now we know uh, Nicole Murphy is gorgeous. She's a fitness buff. She works out. She's beautiful, has a gorgeous body because she's, you know, really into fitness. And someone had posted a picture of her in a bikini on my timeline, one of my uh, Facebook friends. And someone had made the comment. It was a man that made the comment. Like, look at her. She's got five kids. You know, there's no excuse for that, which that's another form of body shaming for women. But the other thing that bothered, not only that bothered me that the man said that, but the woman said, well, she still doesn't have a man. She looks good. She may have another buddy, but she still doesn't have a man. I, I don't understand why women tend to go after other women's looks, whether they're attractive or unattractive. It's like women seem to want to attack what other women look like when something happens. And it's just really bizarre to me. And that's pick me behavior, but that we've gone over that. But yeah, I, I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like it either, uh, T off. And, you know, I'll say this and we'll come to Helbra. I've never seen Mia flaunt her beauty in a way that was um, putting down other women. And and, and I, I have to say, I was a little surprised. This, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's it's still relevant. We did an episode on Halle Berry. I, I also adore Halle Berry, but I will tell you, <laughs> recently Halle Berry pulled a pretty girl privilege stunt. And I'm referring to Kiki Palmer totally joking, right? She quipped on a social media uh, post that she's looking so good these days, she probably looks better than Halle Berry. And to my surprise, Halle Berry called Kiki out. (laughs) She said, now Kiki, matter of fact, she didn't even call her Kiki. Let's say Kiki Palmer's uh, real name is, I don't know, Samantha. I don't remember her real name. If one of you guys know, shout it out for me. But she said, uh, Halle Berry was like, Samantha Taylor Smith. I know you didn't. And I thought, you know, on one hand, it's like, wow, Hallie has, you know, a sense of humor. She can, uh, you know, you know, she can fire back, you know. But then there was a part of me that was like, wait, you're suggesting, Hallie, that Kiki could not look better than you. And it was just this thought that, wow, Hallie, I know for years you've been uh, regaled as like the most beautiful woman in the world. But for another young woman to say she feels she looks better than you and for you to feel you had to get on social media to let her know she doesn't, I just thought, wow, that's you really asserting yourself as more beautiful. And now, I don't did know. Did she say that Hallie say, no, you don't look better than me? You know, and I'm going to, I tell you what I'll do before the end of this episode, I'll see if I can pull it up. But I just, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing that up to you off and help her because I've never seen where Nia Long has tried to assert that she's more beautiful than another woman out there. Whereas in this case, yeah, in this case, I felt like Hallie was, right? But my point is, to your point, in agreement with you, uh, Tioff, Nia Long has never, in my view, asserted that she's more beautiful than any other woman, nor has she ever asserted that because of her beauty, she is exempt from pain uh, such as a, a man being unfaithful to her. Helper, you were going to weigh in. Go right ahead. No, I was just going to actually go to say my biggest thing about this subject is just the media's coverage of it. If we stick it on Nia Long, I'm, I mean, I feel bad for Nia Long just because of the fact that, I mean, look at how much her name is being brought up in something that she has nothing to do with, ultimately. Coach Doka, he, he made a decision, a very bad decision. And, um, we can talk about how um, 
it's being handled, but I don't, I don't think Nia Long's name should be in it at all because for what reason? Uh, and it's not like she did anything. It's, mm. it's, it's him. And, and it plays into what we've talked about several times before, just the patriarchy that I think women have a tendency to weaponize against each other just as much as men do, just based off of what Luna, you and Tioff are saying, because what does Nia have to do with it? She, she, she's simply his partner. Just in, in relation to this situation, all she is is his, the partner of somebody that made very bad decisions in terms of the intertwining of his professional life and his personal life. So I would, I would, I'm pushing back a little bit, uh, Ildris, because you're touching on something important. And by the way, fans, uh, Ildris, Ildris Helbra is the full name, <laughs> but you'll hear me call him either Helbra or Ildris. Right. I, I go back and forth, but um, you know, Helbra is touching on something important, right? So he says, well, why is uh, Nia even brought into this? So um, for those of us in the virtual studio, I'm bringing up a post here. This was on the Shade Room. There was someone who posted, and I'm going to shout you out, Naturalista, Naturalista. You were big enough to write it. Naturalista, Naturalista posted, she played herself by being engaged for this long. So when you, yeah, which is crazy, right? But to to Helbra's point, people are asking, well, or Helbra is asking specifically, why is Nia brought into this? I think much like what Tioff said, as far as blaming the victim here, there are people who feel that Nia has some responsibility in, in this. Let's face it, there's some people, probably even our wonderful listeners, some of our wonderful listeners, that believe if a man tips out on you, you as the woman probably have some responsibility around that. Talk to us, Tioff. So if a man cheats, is it your responsibility? Meaning, are you responsible for the fact that he went outside of the relationship? Or is it as Helper is suggesting that it's, it should be squarely on the person who cheats? Talk to us. It's squarely on the person who cheats because she played herself by, by being engaged for this long. That has nothing to do with it because if they were married, he still would have done it. That's true. That right. is true. And he had an affair with a married woman. So we're not going to play morality police here. Like it has something to do. Like I'm, I'm with Ildris on this. It has nothing to do with Nia and Again, it goes back to what I was saying a few moments ago that whenever something like this, the woman is always blamed. Like women are saying, oh, she thought her looks, you know, would protect her. No, like if, as you we, you brought up, she's never implied that. But that's still implying that somehow because he cheated, it's her fault because she thought her looks would, would be enough to keep him. She didn't do anything to maintain her relationship. Nobody's negative behavior, whether you're in a relationship or not, whoever's the victim of that negative behavior, you're not responsible for someone's bad behavior. I don't care what your relationship to them is. Agreed. And so does Ibrahim Asim. He also agrees with you, Tioff. Same post here on the uh, Shade Room. Ibrahim Asim posted a woman, and I think he started out with the first sentence to catch our attention, you all. So bear with me as I read his post. He says, a woman should blame herself if her man cheats because she wasn't enough for him, but he ends it with a question wrong. And I was like, okay, Ibrahim, because <laughs> I, I didn't know where he was going. But he goes on to say, men don't treat women how he feels about her. He treats you how he feels about his unhealed self. Remember, that was one of the topics we were going to touch on. Is there an unhealed part of Mr. or as Helper says, respectfully, Coach Yudoka? He avoids his trauma and that's why he avoids you. He lies to himself about his emotions and that's why he lies to you. You deserve a healed man 
to adore the giver you are, he will find you. You won't have to settle. Ironically, you all, I was like, hail up. Ibrahim. He had 588 likes and, and loves for that post. There may even be more because this was a few days ago that I saw his post. Believe it or not, a woman said, girl, bye. <laughs> As if to say Ibrahim is talking nonsense. So there's still women who don't even believe that they don't have to settle and that there is possible trauma here. So let's just, let's just dovetail into that topic. Is this behavior, the cheating, a result of an unhealed part of Coach Udoka, or was it just simply lust, Helber? I don't know how we answer that unless we delve into his his personal life more than we have. And I don't know anything more about his personal life other than what we've already discussed. Yeah, yeah, that's the only response I can give. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I'd like to hear from T off. I think that's fair, Helber, because we, we just don't know. But, you know, I don't know what trauma that losing his mother may have caused. If he's 46 today, as in year 2022, and as you mentioned, Helbra, when he, uh, Coach Udoka, and uh, Neo were welcoming their first child into the world in 2011, that means he was, what, 35, 36? I don't know if that caused trauma. That may manifest itself on him maybe seeking that comfort in another woman's arms. Go ahead, Helbra, and then we'll come to tee off. Well, I mean, based on he was a professional basketball player and has been a uh, professional NBA coach. So he has access to whatever therapy is needed to heal from his trauma. And, you know, I think a lot of times we enable people based on their trauma. Well, this person is is terrible to his family because he had trauma when when he when he was a child, he. His father left his mother and they will heal from it. What if you don't have access to heal from it, Helbrand? But how does he not have access when he's in the top 10% as, as far as uh, socioeconomic status? I mean, he's, mm. he was an NBA player and he's an NBA now head coach. I mean, I don't think we have to go into salary to know that, you know, he has access. He has a therapist. Yeah, to at least therapy. Well, you're speaking, you're speaking, Helbra, to him having economic access. I'm referring to access from the point of, is he even in the mindset that therapy works? If Is he in the mindset that if he takes on therapy, that means something is wrong? I think this cast, we uh, pride ourselves on uh, introspection and, and healing and doing the work to ensure that, that we show up in this world as powerfully as we can. But not everyone may be of the same ilk. So when I talk about access, you're absolutely right. Economic access, but does he have access from the point of view that he has a community, be it small or large, that supports him in that regard? I'd like to hear Tioff. I think you were going to weigh, weigh in off earlier on the the question on is there an unhealed part of coach uh, <laughs> helper is keeping me keeping me straight here I love the fact that we're giving that respect to his title coach Udoka what are your thoughts Tioff is there an unhealed part of him or like Helbra is it an unfair question because we don't really know him um, I would say I, I want to tackle both both of those I would agree with Helbra that because we don't know him personally we can't say what his trauma is. But, you know, as I normally do, I'm going to take the road less traveled to say that he cheated. I'm not saying it's okay because I, I'm of the belief that if you make the agreement to be in a committed monogamous relationship with someone, you shouldn't do it if you know that's not in your nature to do. But to say that he cheated because there's some unhealed trauma, 
is this insinuation that monogamy is biologically nat natural to humans and it's scientifically it, it's not so up. go ahead it's it's <laughs> so it's that's a whole nother can of worms that's a, it's a whole other can of worms because it's you know we have this belief that by that monogamy is natural but it's actually religious and social cultural but it's about whether or not you know you're a person of your word not so much if there's unhealed <clears throat> trauma if you know you're the type of person that can't be with one person that's okay but don't commit to someone if you know that's not in you to do well yeah. i'm glad you use the language commit um hold on to i'll hold on to that go ahead helper i'm going to come back to tee off with the word commit helper i was just going to say yeah because that goes back to the point of nia long stated she doesn't want to be right. married but you went right there yeah, yeah but she still wouldn't you know begin an affair with somebody else at least that's what she says or she says she was blindsided by this so it's not like their relationship was open um right like tiaf just said it it's more so about character, you know, as opposed to titles or trauma. It's just you say, hey, I have trauma that makes me a bad partner. Then you should deal with that before committing yourself to the relationship. Right. But if you commit yourself to a relationship that in their case was monogamous and at least from Nia's standpoint, and then now you step outside of that relationship, I think it's unfair to use your trauma as the excuse of that, because that just comes down to character. Well, I think both you and Tioff made excellent points. I mean, you know, Tioff, uh, you know, dropped the bomb there about, you know, is this biological being, uh, you know, with one partner, or is it more driven by religion, right? And and the, we get into the world of morality and ethics. You know, the point I was going to address, you you hit it on the the head there, uh, the, the proverbial nail on the head, Helper, when you said maybe he, Coach Yudoka, doesn't feel um, that Nia was a hundred percent committed to the relationship because she seemingly was the most the one vocal about not wanting to get married, not wanting to rush it, not sure when they're going to get married. I mean, she didn't propose to herself, right? Um, I may, and I'm just going to go back to his first name because um, I, I quite like it, um, that I may, you know, he was, listen, I'm going to go back to his first name, if I may, I may. Um, but yeah, you know, joking aside, Nia didn't propose to herself, I may did. So for men, I would think that if you propose to a woman and she's like, ah, you know, I'm not really in a rush to get married. It's almost like a provisional acceptance to that proposal, right? It's like, yeah, I, I accept the ring, but I don't know if I really want to get married. So I, I'm not justifying by any means why coach cheated on Nia Long. I'm just suggesting that there may have been underlying unsettled, maybe it wasn't trauma, but unsettled matters that led him to uh, seek comfort in the arms of another woman. And let's, you know, yeah, you know I what I mean? That. It's, it's, it, it, I, when our egos are bruised in relationships, we sometimes seek vengeance, right? On, on the person who yeah. bruised our egos. And it I'm may sometimes, yeah, it, it may sometimes look like withdrawing affection. And sometimes it looks like giving affection <laughs> to someone outside 
of the relationship. So really good topic there as far as whether or not he's healed or, you know, is it more to do with, as you said, Helbra, his character, and as you said, Tioff, just the biological fact that, you know, for, for many, it's like, okay, why am I going to settle with one person for the rest of my life. So we are at the bottom of the hour. I think we are going to move into our wrap up soon here, but we've touched on, if I go back down on the topics here, we've touched on the, you know, women who say that Nia's beauty doesn't really exempt her from cheating. We talked about the, um, as much as we could about the fact that this may be unhealed parts of him, or maybe he's just lacking the character and integrity. Let's talk about this suspension. Because again, for me, when I heard that he was suspended and all the reports, all the headlines continue to repeat consensual, I thought, well, gee, he didn't, this wasn't sexual harassment. This wasn't um, an underage staffer. This was consensual, presumably between two adults. Why is he being suspended? And again, y'all, I get it. You heard me say I'm a Nia Long fan. So I'm not suggesting that there wasn't wrong, <laughs> a wrong wasn't committed. I was just concerned or curious about the suspension. I was like, what? So when I've been reading now on social media that he cheated on a woman or with a woman who cheated on her partner, I'm like, oh, there's another wrong. Not to mention that he now allegedly had harassed the woman I'm like, well, now that makes sense <laughs> why the suspension may be in effect. And oh, by the way, as we look to go to Helper to weigh in on this, I should mention that Nia Long, of course, as we, we read what she shared in her, her comment uh, after her statement after this occurred, that Coach Yudoka had a statement as well. And his statement was, quote, I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization and my family for letting them down. Talk to us, Helbra, about this idea that things may have turned kind of, I don't use the word violent, but aggressive in that perhaps Coach Udoka was harassing the woman that he cheated with. Again, things are so murky and, and that's why I go back to the worst thing about this situation is Coach Udoka and his, and his actions, just from what we know his actions were. The second worst thing about the situation is the way it's being covered, I think, by the Celtics organization, first and foremost, because I feel they should either fire him or they should have just suspended him and either put out every single detail of what happened or put out nothing and just let people speculate away. But this whole kind of what we're putting out a little bit and then now everybody else can speculate and you know what what speculation turns into because now it's, it's like <laughs> uh, they say well it was a woman that was a part of the organization so now people are going to go and look at every single member female member of the Celtics organization and now they're being dragged into it right it just snowballs into something messy and, and really damaging I was watching a clip that another former NBA player by the name of Matt Barnes um, he posted two clips, actually. He posted one. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm referring to? I, I do. I, I, I didn't know about the second clip, but I think there was a first clip with him saying he thought the punishment was uh, a bit too yeah, harsh exactly. as well. So he, he posted one saying, hey, the suspending him for uh, the entire season, which he has been officially, but that's way too harsh. And then, you know, again, when you look at, how common this is, especially if we're sticking with just the professional sports world, how common this is amongst other men, specifically men of other races. He also came back 
later and posted another video in which he's saying, I literally retract everything I said in the prior video. In fact, Luna, he deleted the prior video and he said, look, I, I heard yes. I, a really, really good source um, of somebody that's really close to what happened. And from what they told me, yeah, it, it, there, there's there's no in any way defending. That's very interesting. So it yeah. seems then, Helbra and, and tee off that Matt Barnes is, who, of course, we know was a, a professional basketball player as well. And keep me honest, Helbra, didn't he cheat? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and, and the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> for Matt Barnes to say, now this is the same Matt Barnes that when another former NBA player and his teammate, Derek Fisher, um, began dating his now ex-partner um he drove to the home and physically assaulted him you know this is wow. this same matt barn that people would say a murky reputation you know during his time playing as well so for him to say hey what he did was terrible then you know that makes me trust that it was something really really terrible so yeah, it's kind of like if, if the bad boy of uh <laughs> right yeah. the bad yeah. boy basketball if, if, says yo this is too much for me if rick james say hey man that that that's terrible then you know it's something terrible you know we don't know that's we don't thing. know yeah and and i think to your point helbra it's the way it's being the way it's being reported and handled as you mentioned by the nba because it goes back to one of our topics which was is this unfair media coverage it just it gets messy as we heard in nia long's statement she has children you know these are young men one is i think under the age of 15 he's not even a teenager yet so you know that that impacts their lives as well, this media coverage. And, and to that point, as we look to um, move into our wrap up, I wanna pull something up on um, our monitors because I thought another post um, that I saw recently on social media was really important here. This young lady, Brittany Joseph, she made three points about the scandal. Her first point was, I have empathy for anyone whose career puts them in a position to sacrifice their privacy for a paycheck. I'm gonna read that again. I have empathy for anyone whose career puts them in a position to sacrifice their privacy for a paycheck. The world is entertained, yet your heart or your family is broken, right? That's a very important point. That was a point one of three. The second point she made is, if people would take time to find who they really are and what they truly want or need before making a commitment. Notice she didn't say marriage, just a commitment to someone. They might be able to stop hurting those they were sent to love. Come through, Brittany. And the third comment was, if someone finds it difficult to be good to you, show them out and invite better in. You know, because Nia Long is so beautiful and just there's a charm about Nia Long. When I see her interviews, like her eyes sparkle <laughs> with happiness. And there have been people like J. Cole, who I love, by the way, is a great, great rapper. Yes, T-Off, another rapper than Jay-Z. <laughs> um, but, you know, J. Cole has tried to shoot his <laughs> shot, they said, in a, in a rap lyric for Nia Long. And, and she was asked, isn't he too young? And she said, he's not too young. I was like, okay. So my point is, if Nia does, in fact, decide to show Coach Udoka out and invite others in, she will definitely have <laughs> a list of suitors who I'm sure are going to be rapping on her door. The question becomes, 
is she going to continue to stay with him? I think that's going to be part two of the scandal. Does Nia decide to stay with him or does she quote unquote let better in? Again, that was a post by uh, Brittany Joseph. I thought those were all excellent excellent point so yeah, as we Brittany look gets to a snap. She gets a snap. Was, Brittany I, I low-key wanted to reach out to her and invite her to join this podcast and I think what I'll do is have to dm her <laughs> with the podcast uh recording because uh, I thought those were just really great points so as we look to wrap up team great discussion as always we outlined what we were going to talk about and we've touched all except the last one. And maybe we can fit this in before we go to our wrap up. So age difference, Helbra, tee off. Does it make a big difference? I mean, Nia is 51. She turns 52 next, next month. She looks like she's 32. <laughs> um, and, and coach Yudoka is uh, 46. Do, do you think that may have played a part? We don't know the age of the staffer that was in this consensual affair uh, with coach Yudoka, but does it make a difference tee off? I don't think it does. I don't think there's a huge gap between them, like late forties, early fifties. That's still to me right around the same age. So I don't know if the age gap has anything to do with it. I mean, we could say maturity, but maturity in my opinion, doesn't necessarily have anything to do with age. Agreed. Age ain't nothing but a number. I hear that. Got it. What about you, Helper? I mean, I know you're you're known to date older women. Does it? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but does uh, business? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he actually is with a woman now that is a gorgeous woman and in, in his age group, you all. <laughs> still putting his business. I, I'm still putting his business. Okay, how about I just right. myself out? So, Helper, um, do you was- think the age difference between Nia uh, Long and Coach Udoka makes a difference? No, and again. And I think that's um, victim blaming because it's like we're, we're, we're taking what was this person making bad decisions and then using things having to do with his partner and, and putting that into the space of why, the thing, why these things occurred, which is so unfair to, to me alone. I think, again, if we really wanted to answer that question, we would have to know who the staffer was, right? It's unfair and it's messy all the, all the way around, but it is such a big story. So um, I'm glad we covered it. Absolutely. And, and speaking of covering it. Dropping science as usual. I know, yeah. right? I know. I tell you. Well, you know, this is where he thrives in, in discussions of uh, where sports intersect, <laughs> you know, social norms and or, or, or social deviance, right? So this is, this is where he thrives. So yeah, great discussion. We're going to go into our wrap up. We know that there are beautiful women out there. And, you know, again, it doesn't mean that they're exempt from from betrayal, as Helbra wanted to entitle this episode, betrayal in basketball. It doesn't mean that, but we all want to find love and we all want to feel safe within our partnership. So with that, as we look to complete today's wonderful episode, let me go to off for your wrap up in 30 seconds or less. It begins now. Um, wow. 30 seconds. Um, in this quick 30 seconds, I just wanted to circle back to something you said earlier, Luna Ma, about the vengeance. And it just made me think of that. I do in my wrap up, I do think maybe vengeance is an element because of the prolonged engagement that he proposed and she doesn't really want to be married. And because he could have cheated with somebody who was single and he didn't. So I think you might've been on to something with that comment. And that's where I'm going to leave it with my wrap up. 
Thanks a lot, T-Off. And that, listen, y'all, I'm flattered because, you know, T-Off brings the heat. So if T-Off is giving me a nod to something I said, <laughs> I'm feeling good over here. <laughs> yeah, both do. Both do. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, Helbra, you know, I, I love the way you grounded the conversation. I was, you know, getting real familiar. I mean, and uh, Helbra, you're like Coach Udoka. <laughs> so I, I really like that because, you know, what we wanted to set out to do today was, of course, to humanize Coach Udoka. We didn't want it to be, oh, this, this you know, uh, dusty, or I, I forget how the young folks are calling men that are scrubs. We didn't want that to be the case. Like I said, he is a father. He's a brother to a sister who is Helbra shared with in the WNBA, he's he's a human being, right? So, Helper, take it away. 30 seconds or less. What's your wrap up? Pretty much what I've been saying the entire episode, which is the two worst things about this or Coach Udoka and his actions and how it's being covered. And I think I have to add a third, which is how Nia Long is being brought into this. Overall, I just pray for, you know, their family, pray for uh, the, how the other people on the team that have nothing to do with this have been impacted. And um, I just hope we all are able to learn valuable things from this situation. So thank you. No, thank you, Helbra. Brilliant. Well, in my wrap up, I'm going to speak more so from what I think are going to be subsequent phases. You say, what are you talking about, Luna Ma? Well, right now we're dealing with phase one, right? This episode, Love and Basketball, we're talking about coverage. That's phase one to the scandal. I think phase two is going to be discovery of who the staffer is, right? Who did Coach Udoka um, have this consensual affair with. And we all know <laughs> that if her race is different from Coach Udoka, that's going to open up another can of worms, right? How does race play into this? And you all know we'll probably bring this back to our virtual studio to talk about. And I think the third phase is going to be, will Nia Long stay? Will she choose to forgive and continue forward with Coach Udoka, or will she say, as one of the uh, the posts we read, will she let someone in, right? So let someone else in. And I think the fourth phase is what Helbra touched on, whether he knew it or not, is what we learned from this, right? Because in so much as, and I want to give proper uh, credit to the person who uh, Tioff and I really liked what she wrote, she, Brittany Joseph. It was Brittany Joseph who said, if someone finds it difficult to be good to you, show them out and invite better in. So that's one point she made. And we're not sure phase three, right? Whether or not Nia is going to stay with coach. But the first thing that Brittany said was important that um, the world is entertained, right? But then your heart or family is broken. So yeah, there isn't, an, there is, you know, because there's a scandal, there's, there is a sense of entertainment, but it's, I would hope, and that's what we're hoping to do here with our, our episode is that we really learn, right? Not that we're entertained, but we learn from this. What does this mean for me if I were committed to someone who proposed to me, but I didn't want to go through with the uh, engagement by actually having a wedding. What does this mean if I am feeling unfulfilled in a relationship and maybe decide that someone else is fulfilling my needs? What does that, you know, how do we relate it to ourselves? So again, my uh, prediction is that there are four phases. The coverage is what we're in now. 
Phase two is going to be the discovery of who the staffer is and whether or not race will play a, a part in it. Third phase will Nia stay. And the fourth phase is what are we going to learn from all this, right? So that is our time today. We thank you so much, our faithful listeners. We couldn't do this without you. I mean, otherwise we'd just be talking to ourselves, right? So we're so happy that you're here listening in. We hope that you drop us a note on our website, thetangenttalk.com. Share this episode if you got something for from it and continue to live your very best life. Take good care, everyone. Bye-bye now.